in a world where people try to do stuff they don't know how to do. One man, okay, two men, are standing by with the best advice on Earth. Ow. Well, most of the time. Welcome to the all-around home improvement hour. Now here's Charles Thayer and the man they call the Polish Powerhouse. Thank you, Twin Cities. Thank you. This is actually Kyle Miller with All Around. Joined in my studio by my co-host, Mike Hilborn. Subbing for the Polish Powerhouse and Charles Thayer. We have an expert panel here today. We're ready to deliver some facts, some knowledge, some home improvement tips, and have a lot of fun. So put down the hammers, open up your ears, and listen for an action-packed home improvement hour. Good afternoon, Twin Cities. You're listening to the All Around Home Improvement Hour on AM 1130 News Talk. This is Kyle Miller with All Around, filling the huge chair of Charles Thayer, all 150 pounds of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's small, but he's scrappy, and he's larger than life. So kudos to Charles. Shout out to him and the Polish Powerhouse taking a one-month hiatus from radio. If you haven't heard my voice before, you probably haven't listened to the All Around Home Improvement Hour. I run the commercial multifamily division at our company, and if you're not familiar with All Around, we're not just radio hosts, although we would love to be. We also remodel homes here in the Twin Cities. We specialize in exterior contracting, so roofing, siding, windows, gutters. We have a lot of industry top certifications, a lot of qualifications, and we're currently the highest rated contractor in the Twin Cities with over 15,000 homes remodeled since 2008. Nice. Yes, yes. So if you'd like a free estimate from us or a free consultation or a storm damage inspection, just go to our website at allaround.com, click on the free estimate tab, or call us at 763-447-3944. My co-host for the hour is Mike Hillborn with Roof to Deck. Welcome back, Mike. Great to be back. How's it going today? Super good. Awesome, awesome. And Mitch Turgeon with ABC Supply, our trusted distributor. Hello, Twin Cities. And the one, the only, the wizard, the man who knows all, John Miller with North Star Associates. Well, thank you, Kyle. I'm humbled by your great introduction. I'm humbled by your presence. Anytime you get a chance to pick this man's brain, you better tune in and and listen. So like I said, put down the hammers, put down the tools, tune out the kids, lock them in a room, get ready for some awesome knowledge here today. The theme of the month is don't shortcut yourself on home improvement projects. Don't just go 80% of the way. Don't always take the cheap bid. You'll end up leaving yourself short and regretting it later. I'm sure these gentlemen have a breadth of experience to talk on that. We also have some new products we'd like to talk about and introduce. And then Mike Hilborn is going to educate us on his holiday lighting business that they're actually starting like next week, which kind of shocked me last week. He touched on that. But I want to dive more into the nuts and bolts of the holiday lighting, Mike, and really what separates roof to deck and some of the other vendors that do Christmas lighting. I like calling it Christmas lighting. I don't like necessarily being politically correct. You know, I'm a man of God, so we'll stick with Christmas lighting. But for for those that would prefer holiday lighting, um, you know, we can we can call it that too. I respect all people in this world. So Mike, diving into the holiday lighting topic, 
I really want our listeners to know and understand what separates you guys from the competition because you have a, a, an awesome approach, not only in how you operate your business year-round with your people, but how you maintain those relationships year over year and continue to grow the holiday lighting aspect of your business. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, thank you. Okay, so we started Christmas lighting in 2007. Uh, the business itself, the company Roof the Deck, was started in 1995, and we had all these people. We had a lot of ladders because we clean roofs, and it's like, okay, there's got to be something else that we can do to keep our our guys working. And uh, so, it's kind of a cool set of events happened. We got involved with a company called Rinders out of Wisconsin, and um, and so we started doing Christmas lighting. And and at the time, back then, I had an office in Minneapolis, St. Paul, and in Milwaukee. Now it's just Minneapolis. Long story there. Um, but anyway, um, that first year that we did Christmas lighting, we were their largest single installer. So right off the bat, we did a lot. Um, learned a lot. Learned a lot. You can imagine that, that too. Um, but, um, you know, there's, 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 there's kind of a lot to it. You know, you, you got to know what you're doing. It's, I mean, it's not as easy as just going up there hanging lights. There's, there's a process to it. You want to do it right. You want it to look really, really good. How do you get it done and do it right in the holiday lighting business? You know, it, it's just there's actually a a trick to actually putting lights on a tree. Um, you you basically ball it up. No, this is real. This and then is you real. Throw it right, like kind of like a a lasso. No, no. Okay, so when thought I had that. all right, we're going to some level of detail here. This will help anybody that wants to try it themselves or do it themselves. So um, so when you get that strand of lights, right, it's all kind of in a kind of an S shape, all clumped together. And if you try to take that clump and actually start wrapping a tree or put it on a tree, you're going to drop it. It's going to get all tangled up, and it's, it's, a, it's, it's a nightmare. So what you do, okay, and try to picture this now. I'll go slow. You take the female end, you wrap it around the palm of your hand three times, and then you just keep wrapping it around over and over again. And what it'll look like is maybe the size between a baseball and a softball. And so that when you're actually putting it on the tree, you're just you're rolling unrolling this baseball onto the tree. It's an amazing tip, and that's a great way to put your lights away too. So that next spring or in the so when you take them down, you you do the same process. So in the fall, you're all ready to put them up again. Uh, most important question of the entire hour, John Miller. Did you just learn something? I did. I did. I have to tell you. Can you picture it? I did. I okay. did. I, just I think we something. should just close out the show right now because but that's a that's a win right there. Kyle, I will say I have a wife that's militant about Christmas lights. Okay. And we have outlets in our soffit. Sure. And our lights stay up so in July they're the 4th of July lights. Wonderful. And then we have Labor Day lights coming are up. They okay, so what do you mean? Are they actual, like the C9 bulbs? Or are you talking it's a different type of Christmas light? It's the little ones. The the, the mini lights? Yeah. Really? Okay. I, just, right. I got some high-end UV-resistant ones and they they've been up for four years now and they still what about it in the tree okay that's that's really actually impressive so that okay so i get that question a lot kyle where people will put them up in a tree so there's a uh restaurant downtown minneapolis that we're going to be doing next week and they want to keep them up permanently and then my first question is do you have a lot of squirrels around here and he goes no we don't i said okay well then there's a good shot that you'll be okay that's how you know a guy's got experience because that's the first question before you ever shake hands he points at you and says you got squirrels yeah <laughs> because if you have squirrels i left them up in my tree as kind of a test a few years ago i lost 80 percent of them the squirrels just the love wires. to chew these wires um and sometimes if you especially if you have a little color in there you know if, if it's a red bulb or maybe purple it looks like it might be fruit 
And so then they start chewing them because they think there might be something good in there. And those squirrels, I swear their diet is limitless. Yeah, they'll do a lot of damage. When the acorns are gone, they just start eating holiday lights. Yeah. They're going to get their teeth on. Get nice and plumped up. So how does a homeowner get a hold of Roof to Deck, and what does the process look like for consulting with them? Do you guys do the design, too, if you got a, not a picky customer, but someone who knows exactly what they want? How do you accommodate that, and what does the process look like? Okay, so a true, I actually do every single design consultation myself. Every single one is done by me. So you'll I'll come out to your home, and then we'll... We'll look at what you have, and then we will, you know, I'll ask you, you know, what's your favorite color? Most people, it's warm white, very, most people traditional. Um, and then we'll find out what it is. And then, of course, you know, how much do you want to spend? I always tell people lights equals price. So the more lights you're putting on your house, the more it's going to cost. And it's a one-to-one relationship. And you that. guys you guys have put those on timers that kind of auto on, auto off, or they, do, do they go on? Photo cell timers. So they go on when it's dark, and then they go off either two, four, uh, six or eight hours later, you get to pick, or you can have them on all night long. And now with LED technology, it burns pretty much very little energy. You might notice it on your electrical bill if you got a ton of lights, or what can people expect? Yeah, I don't think you'll probably notice in most cases. It, it's, it draws very, very little power. Um, what made LED lights so absolutely fantastic is in the old days when it was incandescent, you could run three strands of lights end to end, and then you had to go back to the plug-in. So if you can imagine trying to light a, tr- a tree like that, where with LEDs, you can go a hundred strands end to end. So it opened up design possibilities. A hundred strands. And how long is a strand? 25 feet. So you have, so you have 2,500 linear feet of holiday lighting in one 110 volt outlet. Uh, yeah. And you can go a lot more than that. Okay. So. Boy, that's gangbusters. Yep, yep. And then when we come out, you know, it's it's all simple math, and it's all, you know, basically in the software. But, you know, I measure everything up. We'll tell you exactly how many amps it's going to use so that we know, you know, if we're going to have any tripping issues because we don't want that. And then we'll put them up. They're going to look great. And if there's any maintenance issues during the season, maybe a bulb goes out or, you know, we talked about that squirrel comes, chews them up. We'll come out. We fix it. And then once the season's over, and some people want them down right after New Year's, some people want them down sometime in March. Doesn't matter to us. We take them down when it works best for you. We just want to get them down in March. I see a huge burden getting lifted off of John Miller's shoulders right now, just thinking of how happy his wife's going to be and how relieved he's going to be when he hires Roof to Deck to take on the holiday lighting. Perfect. I, I'm I'm in, Carl. Well, okay, John. So, what kind of lights does she like? I mean, do you guys do figurines or is it? Is it basically just lights? Just lights. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, that that's us too. No, we're I, not the figurine. You're, that's not really who you, you. We're not really that company for you. I mean, we'll help you, but yeah, that's not really our. You got to do the inflatable Santas. Yeah, we'll we'll set them up, but you know, go buy your stuff at Menards. Plug it in. You don't need a professional to plug that stuff in. Okay. Well, we're up against a break, folks. When we come back, we're going to talk about some hot new products, some supply chain headaches, and a lot more here on the All Around Home Improvement Hour. Welcome back, Twin Cities. You're listening to the All Around Home Improvement Hour. This is Kyle Miller, and we're here, rain or shine, every Saturday to deliver all the hot topics in the exterior remodeling industry. This segment, we're going to dive into some exterior products, 
Mitch with ABC Supplies here. He is our trusted and long-standing representative of most things exterior building products. We probably give them 90% or so of our orders on an annual basis, and they are by far the best exterior products distributor in the area, in the country, you know, arguably they, they are, they're a lot larger than any other distributor and they're a great company. It's not just about volume and size, the service we've experienced, everything you can imagine from the worst of the worst of, of the distributors and ABC is by far the best of the best being in this business for 12, 13, 14 we're going on 15 years now, guys. Yeah. Uh, we tried all the other distributors. They have some good, some bad. Uh, you know, I can't rag on any of them. They're they're all you know, great people there, uh, but they just don't have all the personnel and the infrastructure, and they don't have it all put together like ABC Supply. So I just want to continue to give you a bigger and bigger head, Mitch, about how oh, great you guys are. Thanks, Kyle. Through all the issues we've experienced in the past two and a half years and supply chain headaches and even things that are out of their control, they're there to stand side by side with us to help problem solve, get us the answers that we need so that we can deliver the right expectations to our customers. Because that's what it's all about. Who's the end user and what information are they getting? And Mitch, you've been excellent in, in delivering that information to the best of your ability and all the people boom truck drivers, the people in the warehouse, the office people just want to, you know, pour some love out to them. And, uh, and secondly, John Miller with North star and associates, it's another piece of this puzzle that is often overlooked because when we're introducing a product or demonstrating a product to a homeowner that may be new, maybe there's something special about it. We don't know much about it. John is there to support Mitch and he's there to support us and educate us on what are the features and benefits of this product versus other things that are similar. And John, I just, I want you to talk to our listeners really quickly about what your experience is in the building industry. Try to build some credibility there because you're a wizard. I mean, gosh, like I said, um, put the hammers down and lock the kids in a room because when this guy talks, you want to listen. Uh, and then <clears throat> secondly, what does North Star and Associates do to support the distributors and the contractors in the business. Thank you, Kyle. Um, well, I've been in the roofing, siding, window, and door business since June of 1980. I, uh, I was born in 89. So how does that make you feel? I'm dating myself. <laughs> I, I feel old, but I don't feel old. You look young yeah. for being 95. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I, I'm an installer by trade. I haven't swung a hammer professionally in years. Um, I have a workshop full of tools, though, and I love building fancy stuff. Um, John actually brought a hammer, and he has a hard time letting it out of his hands. <laughs> um, so North Star Associates, we are an independent manufacturer's rep firm. We we represent manufacturers of exterior envelope value-added products. So like the Raindrop 3D you guys use for your uh, weather-resistant barrier building envelope, that's a product we represent. Yep, the Green Guard, great products. And um, I've worked for that company um as an installer, I installed the products, and now I'm a representative. Because you're a believer. I am. You would not be a rep for the, for the you're gonna products be that you didn't believe in. If you're going to be convincing, you have to be convinced. So we are exterior envelope value added. It's about relationships. So we partner with ABC Supply um, on Continuing Ed. We also are Continuing Ed instructors and sponsors of Department of Labor and Industry credentials um, to keep contractors current on their license. Um, and Mitch usually fills a room um in the first part of the year of about 150 of his best customers. And um, we give them the credentials they need to stay current with the state of Minnesota on their license. We also are accredited in Wisconsin. Um, I will tell you, 
The theme of this fits our wheelhouse very, very well. The theme this month is, you know, don't cut yourself short. Yeah. My mother-in-law has the best uh, saying for this. It's called, don't get cheap at the wrong time. And um, does she does that, she speak on experience? Tell she, us about that. She does. So, hey, well, can I interrupt though, John? T- tell people what, I don't. What's an envelope? Building envelope would be something you, you put take, in the mail, Mike. If, if you take the outside of a it. building, the roof, the sidewalls, and how are you going to protect that? Not only from bulk water, but air infiltration, and how are you going to keep that envelope, um, the exterior weather resistant barrier, and the roof from letting bulk water in and controlling thermal vapor drive over the life of the building. Okay. So are you talking about from the sheathing, you got your framing, you got your wood sheathing, your OSB, your plywood, and then the envelope is over that but behind the siding? Exactly. Well, no, what is, okay, it's funny to me because, okay, what's OSB? Oriented strand board. Okay, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Do you, you guys know what it, I don't know what that is. We're not going to get into the weeds. But I think the customers want to know what it is. If we throw out an acronym, we should. So it would be, it would be a a variation of plywood. Okay. Four by eight sheets. um, So you pick up after the plywood? Yep. Okay. Exactly. So we sell an ice and water shield um, manufactured by Resisto, uh, of what Mitch um, sells a ton of it. If I could give him 10 semis a week, he'd sell it. Wow. Yeah, the Raindrop 3D, we've been using that product for several years now. And when you look at a typical, let's just say the name Tyvek, right? Because that's kind of like your Kleenex of building wrap, which would be like your basic entry-level model of building wrap. And there's a lot of different names and competitors to it. Uh, and, And just like in anything else in business and industry and consumer products, you have ways to get something that performs much, much better. And GreenGuard, not just their base building wrap, performs better than your standard building wrap, but then you go up to the raindrop 3D and it doubles as a commercial grade air barrier. So it lets that inside the inside of the wall breathe, but it stops moisture and water from penetrating from the outside. And it also has built in drainage plane. So when you put on a hardboard type siding, like a hardy plank or an LP smart side, it has built in drainage channels because not only do your walls sweat, but the siding is there to make your house look pretty. Sometimes it protects it. That weather barrier is ultimately, it's the envelope of what protects the home from those harmful water, right? How many gallons of water uh, do waters get? The the homes get hit with water every year, John. So the average house before ice and snow, just rainwater, it's about 50,000 gallons of water a year. 50,000 gallons. That's insane. On a roof. So you think about, if you and I, Mike, are uh, 98% right, or Mitch, if we're 98% right, we're on easy street. If Kyle's 98% right, he's in litigation. Sure. So it's about details. And uh, the one thing I love about all around is they are very focused on details and we continuously train not only their installers, but their people on right. correct practices. Thank you, John. And you do an excellent job. I want you to finish the story about, is it your mother-in-law and, and where you're going with that? So my mother-in-law, we have a cabin that I married into 32 years ago in Southern Douglas County, Wisconsin. And if you know the area, Wascott. And we were, 25 years ago, we were building a screen room on the building. And I said to my father-in-law, who was an engineer, I said, don't build the screen room. Build a three-season room. The labor's free. Let's just do it right. It's going to cost you the same amount of money, a prefab screen room or a well-built three-season room. He's like, I just want this small little screen room. And my mother-in-law looked him square in the eye and said, don't get cheap at the wrong time, and I'll never forget it. 
one of the few arguments I won with my father-in-law. <laughs> and, and the room is, lives and breathes today. Sounds like you needed some backup. I did. I did. And she is a strong backup. But, you know, the other thing about home improvements is it's about the story, not only the story, but a durable story. So you can have the greenest products in the world, but if they don't make it through the term of a mortgage, not only were they not environmentally very smart, but they're also green pocketbook stupid because you might have a 30-year note on the house. It's not really green, then, is it? And, and, the, and, and 15 years in, the windows or the siding are laying in a landfill. Not very green. Yeah, so what are a couple of the products to touch on? And we can expand after the break in, in a couple of minutes here that you want to talk about in the second half of the show. You had mentioned a few things before we got started that you want to We've introduce. got a couple of neat niches that we can uh, get into as far as holding vinyl siding in place. We've got some great stories that we partner with other manufacturers that we can get into that you guys use as yeah, far as diamond coat um, siding and things like that. Yeah, diamond coat's great. And for, for those of you that don't know, the listeners that don't know, diamond coat is it's marketed as a finish for LP smart side which is taken over the hardboard siding industry and diamond coat has a specific manufacturing process and a specific chemical makeup and bonding process that gives it a superior finish over anything else in the industry and they are able to warranty that finish for 30 years uh, it it's hard to tell from the road, but if you get up next to a home that has LP smart side it has a really kind of a shiny glossy finish which isn't for everyone but i can assure you that when you put on lp smart side and you want something that's going to last because it's a it's a painted or pre-finished hardboard siding it's going to need to be refinished in a certain period of time especially on those south facing exposures that get a lot of powerful uv the diamond coats it's it performs superior in a way to any other finish in the industry am i right john if you're going to be convincing you have to be convinced so i have the um Raindrop 3D and the diamond coat on my personal home. Yeah, so you put it, you're hearing it from the man there himself. Uh, the products that you believe in, you put on your house. I have some some of the same testimonials about decking. I, I, in fact, when I moved into my house four, five, six years ago now, um, and I had to replace some siding, do some repairs, I found out that I had I had raindrop house wrap. You know, I don't know if it was the exact same as the raindrop three. It was a green drainage plane site building wrap. I'm like, okay, great. You know, the guy did it the right way when he nice. when he redid it. So, and then F wave. I want to talk about after the break, folks. Make sure to continue to tune in here on the All Around Home Improvement Hour. You're listening to News Talk AM 1130. Welcome back, Twin Cities. We're just getting into the groove here on the All Around Home Improvement Hour. We appreciate you listening. We appreciate your love and support. It's a beautiful Saturday afternoon. And we are going to introduce the project of the week right now. Typically every week we want to demonstrate some of the work we do. If you want to check this out, you can go to our Facebook page at All Around Contracting. We also have like 500-some project photos on Google that are all of our projects. A nice gallery on our website. And this project was in Zimmerman, Minnesota, which was hit by hail earlier this year. There's actually a small pocket there that just got pounded, but a lot of the Twin Cities has been affected by hail this year. And this home specifically, these homeowners trusted all around with the claim. They did receive a new roof at the cost of their deductible, and they chose the timeless and classy Onyx Black from mm. which manufacturer, Mitch? Owens Corning. Owens Corning Duration. A little bit harder to get right now, but they're still getting truckloads. 
in as much as they can. So All Around made the entire process as easy as possible for this homeowner. The roofing crew knocked out the roof in one day. We have a third-party cleanup company, which is an added value service that we bring in. You know, sometimes they're the same day, if not the next morning, doing a final, really precise, detailed cleanup of the job site. We made sure the homeowner received the remaining insurance proceeds that they were owed for the job, and we capped it out in a timely manner. And in addition to that, we registered an extended non-prorated warranty for them with Owens Corning, so they have complete peace of mind. Again, you can check that out at All Around Contracting on Facebook. Or if you're looking for an estimate or a free storm damage inspection yourself, you can go to allaround.com, click on the free estimates tab, or just call Mike Hilborn's personal cell phone because he's good-looking, single, and ready to mingle. I'm kidding. You can call All Around at 763-447-3944. Thank you. Mitch Turgeon, I want to quiz you a little bit just because we have John Miller here. So we're going to put you on the spot. We got some hot new products here, and one of them I know you know a lot about. You're super excited about posting all over Facebook, and you're just giddy, man. There's like one thing that gets you excited. It's F-Wave Roofing. and That's right. All Around has had the opportunity to be one of the exclusive contractors in the Twin Cities for this product. And by exclusive, I don't mean that we have rights to it over any other contractor, but we've had the opportunity to become educated on it, to be introduced to the product uh, earlier than a lot of our competition and to get some experience under our belt with installing it. And and it's an, an amazing product. It is a lot less expensive than Cedar Shakes, but it's, yep. a, it's a great replacement. Um, it obviously is gonna cost more than, a, than an asphalt roof, but it's gonna be almost one of those timeless improvements. Mitch, can you tell our listeners a little bit about the features of F-Wave? Yeah, well, I'll just say that, you know, all around jumped on the bandwagon right away with um, F-Way product and has more or less led the charge, getting it out there, getting in front of, you know, the, the Twin City population and letting homeowners know what their options are. That's really the biggest thing is, you know, these homeowners that need a new roof don't know what their options are until they're told, unless they, you know, find something online, social media. Yeah, so if you have a claim and and your contractor just wants to quickly slap on, you know, the cheapest shingles or any shingles they can get and get paid and move on to the next one, tell them to hold it and ask them about F-Wave. That's a good opportunity. Instead of paying it all out of pocket, maybe you have some insurance proceeds going towards a new roof. You just pay the difference for the upgrade. But how is it different than an asphalt shingle? Because it's nothing like an asphalt shingle except for the way it's installed in in some some parts, right? Yeah. So for the most part, you know, a lot of times when it comes to these like high end uh, roofing products, things that that veer away from the norm, you know, the typical asphalt roof, um, a lot of contractors might shy away because the the book of install is you know whatever two inches thick. But with the F wave roof, like John Miller says, it's the first product that you don't need a pilot's license to put down. And exactly. it, it's super easy to install. There's about four or five tips or tricks that uh, John and or myself would give a new contractor, a new crew. Um, you know, it's a couple things to keep in mind, but it's a super easy uh, install, very similar to asphalt. So that's a big hurdle to overcome, first and foremost. And what about the product itself and how it withstands hail, yeah. weather, and, all, and what is it made from? So, yeah, it's um, it's the only... One of the only, we have yet to find another product that would pass uh, both impact-rated tests. Um, so it does pass the FM, Factory Mutual, as well as the uh, underwriter, the UL 
underwriter laboratory test. And that's dropping a two-inch steel ball from... So the one drops a steel sphere okay. from 20 feet up. It's a sphere, it's not a ball. Okay, I, I got it. And then the so other can, one shoots ice on a bias. Can you... Ice on a bias. Like so it shoots you have, at an like angle? You have to hate the ice or bias against the ice, probably because yeah. it's white, and uh, <laughs> yeah. you want to shoot it at the shingle, right? So you know? the, the the one test drops the steel sphere. The other test shoots with a cannon at an angle at the roof. And you take the same shingle that passed the one test, and you move it right over to the other, and this is the only one to do pass them consecutively? or So the asphalt or um, asphalt roofs or um, um, modified... Uh, like a malarkey or something. An like SBS. That. SBS yeah. type roof. They love the um, ice ball shot at them. They don't like the steel sphere. Steel roofs, um, they don't like the ice, or they don't like the steel sphere. They like the, the, the there's a shot with the, so the, the steel doesn't pass both, the SBS roofs does, do not pass both those tests, but the, um, um, F-Wave roof absolutely passes both those tests. So why don't you guys tandem this a little bit about how it's made or what it's made from and why it's, it's unique. poly olefin. Plastic. So if you understand, commercial roofs have used TPO mm -hmm. forever. This is really the first entry into steep slope um, shingles that are 39 and 5 eighths or a meter long that are made from TPO. So there are two different categories of this roof, soon to be three. One is a shake, um, and matter of fact, Charles Therer, the home improvement slayer, has our Lakeshore Gray shake on his personal home. Yes, he does. Um, mm -hmm. And um, I know you guys just sold another uh, cedar shake roof in North Oaks that's going to start in two weeks, I think. Yeah, after Labor Day. Yeah, after okay. Labor Day. So, um, And then we have our um, estate and um, American Blends roof, which looks like a... A uh, asphalt roof, and it's got granules on it, but they're simulated gran granules. They're not going to get knocked off. Anymore. Yeah, and, and it, you could say it looks like an asphalt roof, but it is truly unique. The, it, the profile is a little bit different. I think it looks, what you're trying to say is that the granulated surface mm -hmm. makes it appear like an asphalt roof from the ground, but it is unique. Way more pronounced than an asphalt or an, another synthetic roof. There was a roof we did in Deephaven, um, where we were right next door to another very popular synthetic, and that synthetic looked kind of blasé and gray. Didn't have much of a... Kind of bleh. Yeah, and our bleh. roof popped. Yeah, good. And it was the uh, uh, estate series. You really showed those yeah. guys, didn't you? We did. I bet we that did. homeowner had the 80% regret. Exactly. Well, guess what? I'm willing to bet the F-Way was, was more economical, too, and probably more durable. Take that, neighbor. I bet it was. The other thing about... Should have called all around. F-Wave is it also carries a Class A fire rating. And so you think of catastrophic situations um, where... So it's going to hold the fire in the house and make it more dangerous? No, it's going not burn. I'm kidding. So in, in a situation where you might have a forested area or... Um, where cedar shakes would like... Go up like a hay bale. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mitch, tell us a little bit more about why you're so excited about F-Wave beyond what John said. He may have just spilled all the beans but i think yeah. you got a little left in your pocket so, so like the history on f-wave and myself was i basically just saw it online right being a, a roofing geek myself i just you know i'm browsing seeing what's out there and see things pop up on social media see what other contractors around the country are talking about you know what's the world of roofing looking like these days and that was a product that caught my attention 
And there's, you know, uh, some contractors down south, being that F-Wave comes out of Texas. So that was a market that had a lot of popularity straight out of the gates. A lot of contractors from Texas were using F-Wave. Um, and so it just grabbed my attention. I started, I started following them and, you know, seeing these projects. I'm like, man, that stuff looks really cool. Like, it looks really good on the house. Not only that, like, these contractors are raving about it. You know, a lot of times when a new product hits a market, you see some contractors rave about any other one, other ones that are like, well, hang Critical, on. Yeah, if you look at reviews and information online about asphalt shingles, you can find bad stories just about any of them. Yeah. You know, or any manufacturer where F-Wave, it's just raving across It's a the lot. Board. Yeah, a lot of contractors are raving about it. Mike Colborne's um, raving about it. He doesn't even know about it. I don't even know anything <laughs> about it. Already, man, he's breathing he hard. Super excited. He's posting right now. Can't wait to get it. <laughs> but there's, uh, there's a lot of contractors all over the country that are really, you know, into F-Wave, and that's what drew my attention. So all of a sudden, the opportunity came that, hey, ABC's looking at it, and I was like, well, let's go. Let's get into this. Let's go. And then it happened, and I was like, yeah, we just bought a truckload. We're making a commitment. Um, F-Wave and ABC are locking arms in Minnesota. Let's, you know, see what we can do. And I was tickled pink that now, all of a sudden, this product I'd seen from afar was in my hands, and I could participate. Yeah, I, I need to ask you guys to separate here in the studio because I don't know if it's the product or something else that's, that's tickling the pink. Uh, right uh, about that same time, I was asked to be the manufacturer's representative for F-Wave. Okay, and so North Star and Associates, we're coming up against a break here, but you guys, you're, you're a third party, and you bring on whatever products that you firmly believe in, right? So you're, is it, you're an intermediary... So every other synthetic roof I've ever been involved with it by 42-year history in the roofing business, you needed to walk that order all the way to the point where nails were put into it. This is the first one where we actually have people begging us for the product. Man, I love it. If you want to check out any F-Wave projects, we've done a, a good handful of them, probably coming up on 10 now, maybe closer to 6. I don't know, but it's a good handful. You can check those out on our website or our Facebook page. We're coming up against a break. And our third segment, we're going to deliver a little bit more with Mike to Roof to Deck and ABC Supply coming right up. Welcome back, Twin Cities, Minnesota. This is Kyle Miller with the All Around Home Improvement Hour. You're listening to Mike Hilborn with Roof Deck, Mitch Turgeon with ABC Supply, and John Miller with North Star and Associates. Deliver the facts and the knowledge on all things home improvement today. Mike, I wanted to ask you before we cap the show out today, is there any time left for somebody to get their deck stained in the season? And also, before we forget, how does somebody get a hold of you personally? I'm, I'm kidding. Roof to deck so we can get your excellent team out there to help with them with any of your services. Yeah, yeah, no, we're we're big into the deck refinishing right now. It's power washing, staining your deck. Um, best way to get a hold of this is online, uh, roof2deck.com, R-O-O-F-T-O-D-E-C-K.com, um, or call 651-699-3504. Um, we'll be going, you know, full strength in and deck refinishing through about middle of October. Sure, and I, I don't want to get too deep into this right now, but I think John Miller, being the building scientist he is, could really appreciate your process because you guys are very dialed in with the stain, the chemicals you use to strip the deck, um, the moisture, you make sure that you understand the moisture of the wood before you go and apply that water-based, I'm kidding, oil-based penetrating stain, and 
knowing you, John, and how dialed in you are to the building envelope, Mike's company kind of extends from that with the decks, and they do things the right way. Well, that's really impressive, Kyle, that you, I mean, you've heard me enough times say it, that you've got it down as well as I do. Yeah, but I don't know the science like you do. No. Oh, the sodium polycarbonate, whatever, right, right. is that what it is? Sodium percarbonate. Sodium percarbonate, yeah, I remember that from last week. Yeah. That's what you use to, to... Clean it and sodium hydroxide to strip it. Yeah, and then how long, a couple of days until you moisture test or... Uh, well, you know, it, it just depends on the time of year. Right now, it dries, things dry quickly. So, you know, we can be out within three or four days to stain your deck. But we do test to make sure it's dry. Do you guys ever mess anything up and have to go back and fix it? Yes. Tell me tell me one of those stories where one of your guys, maybe, because that's what happens, right? You're, you have employees, and they're not perfect, right? And no, com- no company is perfect. Even John Miller's not perfect. No, heck no. Um, but it's what you do to, to rectify it and stand by your work and your customer that that builds your reputation and maintains that relationship. So so when has roof to deck well, something up and had to fix you it? Know, some, you know, sometimes you'll miss a spot. So that like on the bottom of a piece of fascia or something like that, it wasn't stained, so we have to come out and, and hit that. Sometimes the stain will absorb really deeply in the wood, and then it looks like there might be some drier spots, and so you know we have to you know touch that up, that sort of thing. Sometimes, you know, I don't know. There's like a thousand things that can happen. I yeah. think you guys know yeah, that for sure. You know, I have a PVC Azek deck at home, but nothing feels better than fresh cedar under your bare feet. Mm-hmm. You know, as far as a deck goes or a walking surface. So I just, uh, we just purchased a dock and we had all these options laid out in front of us for what we can use for, you know, decking on the dock. And we chose cedar. The one thing that required us to do something to it yeah. or let it turn gray. It's a flat surface though, but it's not like having to go in there and treat spindles on a deck, which is just so but yeah, it was tedious. it was purely for this the the comfort under the foot. That yeah, we went that way. I mean, we talk about that all the time. You'll see. I mean, composite decks have taken up a certain part percentage of the market, but it's kind of been held, holding steady for quite a while. And nobody has plastic furniture inside their house. You know, you want that comfortable, you know, relaxing feel, and wood is kind of the only product that really does that. Yeah, you just have to understand the maintenance that that comes along with it, I think, and some people don't want that, so they prefer something that's more maintenance-free or well, low-maintenance. There's a home. guy named Bob Heidenreich, and he owns a company that restores, it builds decks. He's out of uh, Apple Valley, and he tells everybody, he has a, he's got a cedar wood maintenance-free deck, and they look at him, it's like, well, how can that be? Because goes, I've never stained my deck, deck. and he points it and he'll be telling him when I'm around, like, and he'll point at me. He always does my deck. So in his in his world, it's maintenance free. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. Mitch, yeah. All the remodeling. We have a few minutes left here, but all the remodeling you've done on, gosh, you're on your third home now third. since I've known you. And you Got like right. flip every single one from the inside out. Tell us a story in two minutes, three minutes on when you took a shortcut or only went 80% of the way only to, reg- to regret it. Yeah, you know what? I'm actually in the middle of something like that right now where we've got a massive landscaping project going on at our new home. And we had to think ahead because we want to add some trees. So my wife wanted these huge, tall uh, Norway pines. We call them in Minnesota. They're actually known as a red. For privacy red pine. No, just for like the look of it, mm-hmm. to make it feel like you're in the north woods because we're not that far north. Sure. We're just in the Lindstrom area. We want more... You know, more uh, um, the toothpick cabin feel. Cabin feel. Yeah, yeah, sure. So she wanted to put these trees in, and you got to think ahead. And now, like the tree she loves is a hundred years old. I was like, well, honey, you're gonna not be alive by the time you get the look you want. 
And in fact, you're going to be struggling with the look along the way until the tree gets that tall. And so we're like, all right, well, what can we do? So, you know, not stopping at 80%, going 100% of the way. We you had chose... the 80-foot tree brought in. Just... <laughs> well, we had those options. We had that We had that option put in front of us. But what we decided to do was actually think ahead, plant some trees in the area that, you know, when we do any projects in the future, um, they might be in the way, and we might have to cut them down. But at least they're somewhere now where they get an opportunity to grow so that once we get to the point when it's like, hey, you know, we're after a certain look, these trees are already, you know, further along in their growth cycle. So you got to think ahead. Anytime you're doing a big project, you know, think if I'm going to be here for 30 plus years, you know, what do I want it to look like in 30 years? Don't just think today. Yeah, that happened to me with installing new railings in my house. Uh, just over the winter time, I spent five, six months, you know, 8 to 11 o'clock at night uh, remodeling the interior. And... Um, <clears throat> It's cool. You got these little clips on Amazon, and they make installing the balusters really easy. You don't have to drill a hole vertical at the top and the bottom and get it perfectly straight. You use these clips, and then the the knuckles at the top and the bottom they cover the clips, and they'll rotate. You know, mm. at any because typically a railing is like forty at a forty degree angle. Mm -hmm. um, but I measured out the distance in between each baluster, and there's about four inches till I get to the wall, right? And I didn't met because there is a What's the plate called again against the wall? I can't remember what it's called. Plate? Yeah, it's like a little plate, a square, a circle that your uh, rosette or something like rosette, that. Yeah, yeah that your railing attaches to. I didn't measure that three quarters of an inch. Now, so the spacing in between my balusters is great, but then there's this big gap in between the last one and the wall, you know, and it kind of throws me off a little bit. And then putting the the post caps on the end of the railing, um, I when I sawed off the top of the old post with my sawzall. Um, I didn't sand it down, didn't get it quite straight. When I glued the cap on, you know, one of them ended up so crooked that my wife got angry. And uh, I used I used um, that Loctite Pro or something like that. And, um, and the sucker's permanently crooked. Let's just put it that way. That, <laughs> that adhesive is not coming off, you know. Happy wife, happy life. I can live with it. She can't. I'm going to have to redo it or come up with some sort of solution. But on the exterior, you could look at doing the siding and not doing the soffit and fascia is a way that sometimes people skip out. Um, not doing gutters, not looking at insulation and ventilation are all ways that people only go halfway. So, John Miller, if there are contractors or distributors that want to get a hold of you, how do they do that as we cap it out here? Um. 612-889-1650 or jmiller at nstarassociates.com. You will not regret it. Mitch Turgeon, ABC Supply, any final thoughts on how do contractors get a hold of you for the best service in the Twin Cities? Yeah, they can reach out to me directly at uh, 612-308-2057 or check us out online at abcsupply.com. We're 900 plus stores around the country. Huge supply chain there. You guys are really mm -hmm. well connected. Mike Hilborn, great co-hosting with you again. One more time, how do people get a hold of you and Roof to Deck? So Roof to Deck, for either having your deck or roof cleaned and stained or Christmas lighting, uh, we're at Roof2Deck.com. Again, Roof2Deck.com and 651-699-3504. Awesome, gentlemen. Thank you so much. Thank you, Twin Cities, for listening to the All Around Home Improvement Hour. We'll see you next week.